Oh my god. Yeah. Weeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
And, I also uh, know your story's pretty Yeah, there's, well, so. there's a slight advantage here for Case. I do share most of my work with Case. But, there's a slight uh, advantage here to Case. If they call a bull honky on those... You guys are assholes. Man, gonna, you're still going to win. I always have an advantage, and I always lose. That's true. That if they call a bull honky... I'm trying to explain the rules, Grant. Shut the Stop. fuck up. Oh, yeah. True, true. Uh, I, if, I was talking. If I... Yeah, well, you know. Um, if they call bull honky and get it right, they're going to get three points. I just really need Grant to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But if they're wrong, they're going to lose three points. So yeah. Fuck! You choose wisely. Hold on. Yeah. So you're going to say a headline. It is true or false. So you're going to say a headline, and we have to say whether it's a Stephen King book or not. I'm going to tell you a book or a story. you got to tell me whether it's Stephen King or whether it's not Stephen King. But they're both real. It's not true yeah. false. It's just, did he write it? Thank you for getting it fucking right, by the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did yeah, I, he I'm, write I'm, it? I'm, I take back my earlier bitching. Thank you. I knew that if I did this, I had to uh, come correct. Is that a thing? That yes, you did. Okay. And you did. Well, Case, uh, I know two Stephen King books off the bat. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo oh and God. Three Little Pigs Go to Washington. Okay. God damn it. You uh, might be my favorite person. It's Mr. World. Smith Goes to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to arbitrarily decide the case. You're going to go first. Thank Yay. God. Here are your, I wrote, nooks. I meant books. <laughs> now, they're nooks, too, if, you, if you're a Barnes & Noble person. Case. That's true. All right. Case and Grant. I got a scorecard. That C, that C and that G look the same, so I'm not going to know who the score is. All right. I really is it did. Stephen Kingy or is it not Stephen Kingy? That's what I call him. Uh, number one. This is for Case. The Flight of the Intrepid Monkey. In a Ooh. distant future, Gil Johnson loves his wife, hates his job, and has resigned himself to a boring existence of spending his days firing people. Enter Captain Jared Stanwich, soon-to-be unemployed garbage ship captain, his daughter Nicole, and his crew of misfits. Enjoy an out-of-this-world love story filled with pirates, ugly secretaries, angry housekeepers, church librarians, intergalactic cruise ships, flexible yeoman, yeoman, love... Adventure and other oddities. Yeoman. That has the stink of a quote about it. What? What? Where? Where are you getting these? These are just like the synopsises you, from like. I was gonna say, did you handwrite all of these synopses? No. God, I haven't read all these books. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's 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 definitely a Stephen King book, but I want to give my reasoning is because I stopped listening to the synopsis about five words. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's by Mac Zisky. Zasky. Zasky. Oh, God damn it. Oh, number two. Case negative three. No, that's not. Wait, what? I really tried to get you to pay attention. I didn't call bull honky. I said it's not. Uh, Oh, that's if you call bull honky. What if you just get it wrong? I even made you shut up. I get it now. If you get it wrong, uh, you just lose one point. uh, This is why case went first. Remember when I hung up on you? Yeah. No. Those are good times. Number two. Wait, you hung up on me? Elevation. Okay. He is losing body fat rapidly and yet inexplicably weighs the same, regardless of what he wears. Simultaneously, Scott becomes embroiled in a small town controversy about a lesbian couple who are new in town. Uh, sorry. <laughs> While the couple butt heads with Scott, the they worst also, kind of lesbians, right? They also uh, struggle to open a restaurant given the prejudice of the locals. And he tried to open a restaurant. Um. I don't know anything. I should know so much more about I mean, Stephen King. There's no graveyard in it, so 
I feel like ham-handed social commentary is right up his alley, but... Yeah, it's true. Again, I haven't read any Stephen King. <laughs> I'm just making assumptions no, based on my... Uh, oh. Especially in the new era, but, you know, fair enough. <laughs> he's old and he's got a big... I've read his Twitter. I mean, that's yeah. all I know. Yeah. In the book, Holly, he takes every chance to mention that COVID is happening, which is fine, because um, it was... But also, I was going to say, so did everyone else during COVID. Yeah, um, it's not bad. It's just like, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, okay, I know. She washed her hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I picked up on it. <laughs> on the subtle, uh, the subtle character traits that she has. Oh, uh, shit. I'm going to want to call Bull Honky on all of these. That is the formula for this uh, particular. Yeah, shut up. Okay. Shut up. Right. Shut up. All right. Um, I'm going to say Stephen Kingy. Oh, that's the intro. Get this. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I got it right. We're gonna need, we need a soundboard guy. I can't do this. <laughs> what if every time we got it right, we played the intro sound? Number three. Shut up. Stephen Every time someone says Stephen King, it's like... Number three, Sleeping Beauties. Set in Appalachia. Ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. Nope. Uh, in a town dependent on the women's prison it houses, Sleeping Beauties oh tells God. a creepy, entrancing, mysterious tale. When Ooh. women sleep, they become cocooned in gauze as their minds are transported to another world. To wake them is to risk their violent wrath. And as they sleep, men are left alone to fend for themselves. But one woman, Evie, is unaffected by the sleeping disease. Her peculiarities raise questions and suspicions. Oh, my God, she could have a penis! Yeah, is that, the, is that the questions and suspicions there? Is that, is that what it all boils down to? Because that's what it sounds like. Show me your penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's an office oh. quote. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's an office quote. Yeah. The, uh, We're gonna need to cite that flasher episode. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, only the office episode. ever ever said, show me your penis. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was my fucking catchphrase in college, though. So. <laughs> Uh, Look at my dick. Go true. <laughs> Look at my dick. Okay, Look so at last my time, it's not true or false. You want to say? Oh it's yeah. King. Oh, it's King. It's Kingy King. It's Stephen Kingy That's King. Correct. Kingy King. Kingy King. It's Stephen King and his uh, and his son. They both. Oh, <laughs> number four. <laughs> Son's like my idea was the penis. Yeah, I did the <laughs> I did the penis line. Uh, I gave her a wang. Number four, gray matter. Yeah. A boy is sent out by his father to buy beer. A group of men follow him home, determined to see his reclusive father, Richie. The boy tells him that his father drank a mutated beer and has become a giant fungus blob that could expand forever. Oh, wow. Oh, this is R.L. Stein. Because um, that's the other one that I know. The shot? Uh, no. I mean, that'd be a good shot call. That'd be Fear Street, not Goosebumps. I'll call the shot. R.L. Stein. Fuck it. Damn it! Um, number Stephen King! Five. <clears throat> Kingy King. You want to cry about it? Number five. The Hunger. I already cried. I already cried today. Oh, <laughs> my God, Grant. Get it out. I start every morning with weeping. Oh. Kind of sad. Are you okay? Yeah. No, Jesus. you gotta you gotta get back to zero. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. By weeping? Yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. weep your way back up. You gotta weep your way back up. Uh, number five, this case is The Hunger. Crime boss George Padillas is dying of cancer. His power and money make no difference to the merciless disease. His choices for the afterlife unappealing, Padillas decides that the unlife of a vampire is the best way out. Nice. God, fucking rich people would all be vampires if they had the option. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they're the only people that would be like, if you would, do you want to do this forever? <laughs> would be like, fuck yeah! <laughs> anyway, that is that is not Stephen King. That is clearly bull honk. Oh, you, ah! oh you, you threw that bull honk in at the last second. Damn! Oh, case has negative two. Nice! I don't know how to do that in tally marks, so I just wrote negative two. Number six. <laughs> sideways. You do tally marks sideways. Oh, okay. Is that true? How does I he have negative that two? No that true. doesn't make sense. Because I had oh one God. point, and I lost three points. How do you get one point? Because I got the last one right. Hold on. Do you get? You just get one point if you get it right? Grant, this is why I wanted you to go. Grant. If you get it right, you get one point. If you get it wrong, you lose. You you you, you don't oh, get any points. If you call bullshit. bull honky, and yeah. that's what it always was. Grant. Negative three. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I am. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Number six is the Whisper Pond. Oh. God. <laughs> A jealous the brother visits the whisper, whisper pond, pond and whispers his wish to the cattails. He wants his uh, sister to go away. When she's found drowned in the pond the next day, Landon realizes his horrible mistake and sneaks out to whisper a new wish. He wants her to come back. She does, but not as she was. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's got to be Stephen King. <laughs> come on! Sorry. Who was it? That was Mike. That, that, one, Dean that one was me. That was fucking Mike. Wait, that was Bull Honky? That was the Bull Honky. You, you know, it. I thought it was because you said, I'll try not to be offended by that. And Wait, I'm like, you're not supposed that motherfucker to tell just us. Like, I know, but you started laughing at it, so I feel like I need to. Anyway, number eight, number seven. <laughs> that one was published, you asshole. The fucking Whisper Pond. It just sounds like, it sounds like, uh, like monkey why. paw fanfic is it all is I'm basically saying. basically all it was. Yeah, that it was made college, me laugh. Whatever, I'm you know. sorry. Number seven. <laughs> just get back to zero. Just get back. To zero. Just weep your way back up. Oh, I should have said Bulhonky. Damn seven. it! The howling. Karen Ooh, and her husband Roy have come to the peaceful California village of Drago to escape the savagery of the city. On the surface, Drago appeared to be like most rural small towns, but it was not. The village had the not. most unsavory history. Unexplained disappearances, sudden deaths, people just vanished, never to be found, and there's wolves about. <gasps> wolves about. That's the worst kind of wolf. Yep. One that's about. Is that it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, we're gonna go Stephen King. <laughs> Is that the that's... same howling as the movie with... Yeah, uh... that's what it's based on. Yeah, that... Okay. Number eight, the curator. That's why I thought it was King because I was like, "Well, everybody makes Stephen King movies." So That's true. That's why I put that in there. The curator. Uh, Grant, this is for you. 
all over it. A Dickensian fantasy of illusion and charm where cats are revered as religious figures, thieves are noble, scholars are revolutionaries, and conjurers are the most wonderful criminals you can imagine. Damn it. Damn it, damn it. Does he go that way? I mean... Whoa. He can go whichever way he wants. It's 2024. Yeah. I'm not talking about with his penis. I'm talking about with his writing. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm going to say J.K. Rowling. Okay, well, that's wrong. You're right, though. It is not Stephen King. Sorry. Nice. I said the word wrong, so I hit the buzzer. But yeah, you got that right. That was uh, actually Owen King. That's his son. Okay. Wait, I thought his son was Clive something. No, Stan Hill. No. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Is his other son. That's Clive Owen. Also Clive Barker, who's a horror writer. (laughs) Uh, number nine, the worms. Worms conjured up by seventeenth no, century. No, no, no! I don't even want to know about it. Stephen King didn't write it. Wow! Nice! Yeah! Hell yeah! Case. This is a terrible title. Stephen King's too good. This better than that. He's better than that. He's the worms. Slightly better than that. Uh, he did write the language. <laughs> Grant, this is for you. Oh no. Rage. Fuck. A disturbed high school student with an authority problem kills one of his teachers and takes the rest of the class hostage. Over the course of one long, tense, and unbearably hot afternoon, Charlie Decker explains what led him to his drastic sequence of events, while at the same time deconstructing the personalities of his classmates, forcing each one to justify his or her existence. Oh, wow. (laughs) The Breakfast Club of Death. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. Kingy King Kingy King Yeah Yeah. You did it Nice This is Breakfast Club fan fiction That book got uh, Got unmade Anyway What does that mean? It was so like Dark And school shooty That uh, they unpublished it It was discontinued Oh wow Yeah Oh That's crazy I of course have a copy Yeah I was about to say Uh, Of course you do It's time for our break Grant you are winning by a lot I'm good at Stephen King. Yeah, I'm not very good at this game. Three to negative one. Is there another bull honky in the second round? It's time to go on break. We'll be right back. Damn it! And that leads us to our sponsored segment. Grant, could you open your email? Fucking A. Uh, so we can do our... Is that the name of the uh, sponsorship segment? Grant, could you open your email? Oh, that's oh. a good idea. That takes us to our segment. Grant, could you open your email? Did you send it to me? I did. At 5 a.m. this morning. Why? What? Why? Because I forgot. Because he wants night. to make sure you don't know about it until you open it. No, I didn't. I didn't like set an alarm and then wake up to send it. Case, I just, he you always know, I had to pee or whatever. He always puts shit on here. This one says, "Don't peek." <laughs> oh my god! Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Born ready. All right. Not me. Today's Hold podcast on. sponsor is 5 a.m. That's right. It's 5 a.m. And Mike just remembered to do the stupid fucking sponsored segment. I hope you're fucking happy. Thanks, 5 a.m. for sponsoring this podcast. We're back. Just like I said, we'd be back. That's the line for the Mark Tom and Travis show. Blink 182. Blink 182. Uh, how, how are Tom Mark Tom and Travis doing? And Travis. Uh, they've been back in a big way, man. Are they? I'll tell you what. We got this is like this is like the like this is like this is like the neckbeards like I mean not that neckbeard, you know, not the this is like 
This is like the 32 year old millennials Christmas Day year. What with Green Day and yeah, and uh, what with Blinks? You got Blink. an Alkaline Trio album. You got, I don't know what this that is. This is just like this are they is... touring with Good Charlotte or something? <laughs> is, that, is that what gets you rock hard? <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Uh, <laughs> Case, this is for you. You're down big. You oh just got to make it happen. Did you just break Michael? I think I did. My Fuck dad yes. My dad broke me yesterday talking about step ladders. It pissed me off. What? Anyway. Wait, no. No, is you this, can't. Is you this gotta, like, yeah. dude, because you don't love them as much as you're, you're redoing your real ladders? No, we <laughs> like everybody in our family has kind of a tell. There's an unreasonable the, amount of porn about them. You ain't my no, laddie. The, the whole point is to get each other to. Anytime we're hanging out, the whole we're just trying to make somebody laugh, um, and yeah, no. you don't want to let the other person know that they're funny because that would just be nice, and we don't do that. Um, so like Paul, I'm gonna take that as why you never laugh at my jokes. If you get Paul, he'll just put his head down, and he's trying, literally trying not to do that, so you don't know when you got him. And uh, my dad told me yesterday, he knows when he got me because I just repeat what he, he just said while I'm laughing because I can't build on it. Um, Damn. And it was so stupid, too. That's why it pisses me off because there are two stepladders and one's a little bit higher than the other one. And I'm like, Mom, what can you not reach in the house like with this one than with that <laughs> one? And, Dad said something like, "Well, it's something that's just a little bit higher than that one," and I was like, "Damn it!" That's pretty good, yeah. Damn it! Is, and I started laughing, good. and I repeated. Was it, it worth ten minutes of the podcast? I don't know. Uh, uh, number one, the regulators. God. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Uh, Sometimes I forget how mean Michael is. Yeah. <laughs> These are all the things that are inside. Um, there he is. You guys actually can decide who wants to go first this round. I don't, I don't care. Grant, it's all you. Okay. Oh, he doesn't care anymore. I don't. No, I just don't mind about that. I care a lot about the quiz. Uh, okay. Don't you talk about Stevie that way? Don't you uh, talk about Stevie? Steve King. Stevie, the name of the quiz? Oh, the King. The King. Case, you want me to take it on the chin this time? Yes, oh, I do. God. All right. Oh, you mean a punch? My, for, no, for my just balls. a second, I thought. Okay. Anyway. Uh, the regulators, there's a place in Wentworth, Ohio, where summer is in full swing. It's called Poplar Street. Up until now, it's been a nice place to live. The idling red van around the corner is about to change all that. Let the battle against evil begin. Here come the regulators. I'm going to say definitely not king. Oh, what? I was going to say that is definitely a king title. Really? It's actually, yeah. there's actually uh, this is a very interesting story. Allow me to take 10 minutes with it. Um, that oh, the uh, it was not ten minutes. There's a you book dick. called The Regulators uh, by his pen name Richard Bachman, and a book called Desperation by him could be the other way around. I can't remember, but they're the same world in two different like ex- like uh, parallel universes. So the characters oh, are the same, but the anyway, it's interesting. And then if you put the books together, they're one big painting. Number two. Oh, it's a oh, diptych. You're a diptych. A diptych. <laughs> Oh, you meant the. Sorry, I thought you were insulting me. Um, What's a dip no? I was, dip? I was actually, I was actually engaging, but don't worry, I won't anymore. Okay, it's okay. Cool. Good, because it really confused me. Number two, airframe. Nopter. Three passengers Airframe? are dead. 
56 injured. The interior cabin is destroyed, but the pilot manages to land the plane. At the moment when the issue of safety and death in the skies is paramount in the public mind, a lethal mid-air disaster aboard a commercial airliner flying from Hong Kong to Denver triggers a pressured and frantic investigation. Man, he's got to think about airplanes, doesn't he? Um, Of course, all I can think of is the Langoliers, so maybe it's just two out of 500 involve airplanes. All I can Um, think of is Con Air, because it's on Hulu right now. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Hulu. <laughs> it's got Con Air. And yeah. it's Con Air's better than it has any business being. True, Fuck, but Nick Cage in the nineties. Yeah. Oh man, that was that's probably I mean, it's his worst accent, but one of his best roles. It really is a great movie and it pisses me off. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's a fun um, movie, yeah. Can you repeat Airframe. Airframe yeah. sounds like a Stephen King title. Okay. Is that your answer? Yeah. <laughs> Nice. It's actually Michael Crichton. Oh. And it's okay. Oh, it does sound like a Michael Crichton one, too. God about Crichton. It's okay. Number three. Uh, Nosferatu. Damn it. Victoria McQueen has a secret gift for finding things. A misplaced bracelet. A missing photograph. Answers to unanswerable questions. Uh. On her Raleigh Tough burner bike, she manages her way to a rickety covered bridge that, within moments, takes her wherever she needs to go, across Massachusetts or across the country. Charles Talent Manx has a way with children. He likes to take them for rides in his 1938 Rolls-Royce Wraith with the Nosferatu vanity plate. With his old car, he can slip right out of the everyday world and into hidden roads that transport them to an astonishing and terrifying playground of amusement parks. Nope, playground of amusements he calls Christmas Land. Good lord. Oh boy. <clears throat> oh boy. Damn it. All I know is Nosferatu. Like, the only thing I know about that name or title or whatever it is is just quotes from other movies. Oh, yeah. Like Spongebob. It's like Seth Rogen saying something. Nosferatu was the vampire. Nostradamus was the fortune teller, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, This title, just for clarity, is N0S4A2. It's like a license. I'm sorry. Hold on just a second. (laughs) (laughs) It's a vanity license plate. That's the whole point. Anyway. Uh, I get it. It's terrible. Not King. That's correct. Thank God. It's okay. his son, Joe Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I am the doorway. Oh, no. <laughs> After being exposed. Bull hockey! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> Uh, I had to. Uh, it was my only way out of the hole at this point. <laughs> until Grant inevitably you, calls Bull Honky. But, I yeah. was with you. Um, you can still, you know, there's you, you can still find it. Who knows? But um, and was, I mean, guaranteed, I'm gonna get Bull Honky wrong and be right down there with you. This was, uh, in fact, no, Stephen you won't, because I got it wrong twice. Oh, uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't I'll throw five. a couple out. Are there you still it. talking, Michael? Yeah, I was thinking Nobody's about reading listening. that anyway, but I was like, why? Number five, false memory. Grant, Ugh. I have Cheetos on my fingers. Oh no! Why were you up at five in the morning eating Cheetos? Because I'm sad, Grant. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, you got to start the day the weepy way or whatever it is. No, you, you got to weep said. your way back to zero. <laughs> you got to weep your way back All up. Right. 
Um, is that a is that a reference to something? No, Grant just said it, and I thought it was brilliant. Anyway, no, yeah, it's just a thing people uh, do. Okay, so this is for Grant. Uh, Grant, Marty, I love you. This is false memory. Marty Rhodes is a young wife, a successful video game designer, and a compassionate woman who takes her agri- agoraphobic friend Susan to therapy sessions. Susan is so afraid of leaving her apartment that even those trips to the doctor's office become ordeals. But with each trip, deeper emotional bonds form between them. Then one morning, Marty experiences a sudden and inexplicable fear of her own, a fleeting but disquieting terror of her own shadow. The episode is over so quickly, it leaves her shaken, but then amused. The the amusement is short-lived, for she is about to check her makeup, and she realizes that she is terrified to look in the mirror and confront the reflection of her own face. Jesus Christ, I hope the book's better written than that synopsis. Yeah, I kind of, wow. I, I kind of mishmashed a few, and so it didn't come okay. together. It didn't really come together like I hoped. <laughs> what uh, if that is the book? <laughs> That's that fucking amazing. Damn it! What's it called? False memory. False memory. Not a great title. Uh, no. A you know legitimately terrible title. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna say not king. Uh, okay. Uh, Dean Koontz, which I think you oh, said. Oh, yeah, there we go. I knew he'd show up. Dean uh, Koontz. The guy Brad whose Koontz work is... I know entirely from seeing it like grocery stores yeah, and right? uh, airports. Number That's... six. Brad and I think Koontz he had commercials dad. at one point. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. He's one that I've Yeah, there were like commercials on TV, and they're like, the new book from Dean Koontz. Thriller, Gene, Dean Koontz. And I'm like, <laughs> Koontz. It sounds like yeah. Uh, number number six. <laughs> Stop moving your microphone. Yeah, I'm sorry, it was falling. <laughs> I don't care. Would you have rather Let it, it fell? Fall. Okay. We're going for realism here. Number six, the breathing method. Grants. No, was that a D or a TH? A TH. Okay. Uh, this is for K. Very different books. Uh, A doctor recalls a car crash where a young pregnant woman stayed alive long enough to deliver her child, despite her head lying on the ground a few feet away. Really could have been either one. (laughs) Okay, so she... Decapitated during childbirth. In my mind, the like head is coaching the body. Like, you can do it! You can do it! Push! Push! Breathe! Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be clapping because the body had the yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn it! I mean, that's a tough one. Pool Is that the feet? whole story? I mean, what about? I'm already the at the bottom of the. How much deeper can this hole go? Yeah, Pool that's honky. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> damn Pretty it! Deep. So much deeper. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Stephen King story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, number yeah. seven, Grant. I feel like we you. already got the book. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, the girl who loved Tom Gordon. Damn it. A girl obsessed with former Red Sox pitcher Tom Gordon takes a hallucinatory venture through the woods after no. she gets separated from her family on a hiking trip. A wasp-faced evil entity is stalking her, and sometimes it takes the form of a bear. Wait. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Have you ever had a conversation with like a four-year-old? Well, yeah. <laughs> I want to call Bullhogie, but I don't want to insult Mike. Oh, because one of them's mine. Mike, you're better. Because well, if that's that. yours, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah Mike, yeah. you're better than that. I'm just gonna say not Stephen King. Damn it! It is Stephen King. That's a. Are that's you a, fucking kidding? I was gonna say that's a good book, but that's not true. But it is a book. Number eight. The damnation game. A wasp-faced evil entity. Yeah. That's also sometimes a bear. Yeah. It's hallucinatory. You know? That's a cop out. Uh, the damnation game. <sighs> there are worse things than death. Uh, there are games so seductively evil, so wondrously vile, that no gambler can resist. Amid the shadow-scarred rubble of World War II, Joseph Whitehead dared to challenge the dark champion of life's ultimate game. Now a millionaire, locked in terror-shrouded fortress of his own design, Whitehead has, to, has hell to pay. And no soul is safe from this ravaging fear, the no unspeakable desire of the damnation game. Um... Pretty good case. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, Stephen King. No, it's Clive Barker. Damn it. Okay, I was gonna say, please tell me that went in the ball honky, because I would just literally nah. just curl up and cry. Number nine, Grant. Oh boy, you can't really lose, but you know. Yeah. I'm going to consider this a moral victory because at least I put myself out there and That's called true. Bull Honky. That's true. It's I kinda, did. I kind of took a return. Like a, like you a haven't called Bull Honky thing. once. It's true. All right. Uh, the Long Walk. Bull Honky. Against the wishes of Bull his mother. Honky. 16-year-old Ray Garrity is about to compete in the annual grueling match of stamina and wits known as the Long Walk. 100 boys must keep a steady pace of 4 miles an hour without ever stopping, with the winner being awarded the prize. Anything he wants for the rest of his life. You're, you're I think he called Bull Honky. Yeah. Well, Stand by it. Well, you shouldn't. What was that? Stephen King. Damn it. You only have a 9 point lead now. So. I really don't know King at all. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know Jack King. How do I have a 9 point lead? I, because I am nine points in the hole, dude. <laughs> so I have one point. <laughs> no, first of all, that's not good math. And second of all, that's not what happened. Well, you I know I points. have at least a point. You have two points. He has negative seven. Okay, there you go. Anyway, number ten. Now, how do I have negative Oh, I got another one right. Yeah, one yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, devolved. Yeah. All right, I'm in this game. I've got this. You Let's had to it. have gotten two right, Case. I know, but I was the second one that I couldn't remember. Okay. Number 10, the house on Highway 51. Jesus fucking Christ. After breaking, <laughs> after breaking into an old man's home, two teenage boys discover that he's been replaced with a scarecrow sitting in the window. The, the mystery deepens in the basement, where they've run into a gang of criminals and a long tunnel carved deep into the earth. The problem is that all these sound like you, man. Um... <laughs> That's not my problem. They all sound the same. Bullhockey! Oh, gosh. <laughs> nice! Yes! Uh, I am victorious! 
since that got was so it. good, I'm going to give you 10 points. And uh, <laughs> Case wins by one point. Yay! I can't argue with that at all. Uh, uh, well done. It sucks. Just for the record, it's really bad. Yeah. It's so it's bad. Sound bad. Yeah, it's so it's bad. bad. It's so bad. I thought the scarecrow is what made me think it was you. Yeah, it's so bad. It's like really bad. Anyway. Uh, you got um, a thing for scarecrows, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's 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 becoming a problem. <laughs> don't you remember poor um oh what's his name from uh wait wait don't tell me carl, castle. Fucking, carl castle don't you remember carl oh castle God. that is so funny oh yeah because we call him carl castle and now everyone at my workplace calls him carl castle my, <laughs> my fucking my mother-in-law calls him carl castle it's just like <laughs> that's his name to everyone <laughs> anyway it's a good name it is that is a good name Thanks, Carl Castle, the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. For having we need name. to get him to leave his voice on your home answering machine oh, that God, says, I'm Carl Castle's ghost. I'm going to have to get a home answering machine. You are going to have to get a... God, do you remember those? Kind of. Case one, somehow. Thanks anyway. Oh, you're welcome. This was a Titan Media Collective Production. Uh.